Ellen DeGeneres is defending her friendship with former President George W. Bush. We'll tell you more. Also, Christian leaders are debating the story of David and Bathsheba. And we've got our first look at the first documentary from Apple TV+. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Flippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you about Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to Squarespace relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Clark. So first up, what is going on with Ellen? Well, she's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, so here's what's going on. If you watched football on Sunday, you may have seen former President George W. Bush having some laughs with Ellen DeGeneres at the Cowboys game. The clip from this game went viral, and some of her fans took to Twitter to express their disappointment that she would be hanging out with someone who had such different beliefs on social and political views and holds very different values and beliefs than uh, than she does. And so this is a disappointment? Uh, it, yeah, it seems that way. You do have to remember, to, to be fair to some of these critics, a lot of people aren't just saying that Democrats can't be friends with Republicans, right? You have people who lost friends and family members in the Iraq war, a war just about everyone now agrees wasn't a good idea, and the response to Hurricane Katrina. So definitely some people guilty of being a little too mad online, but uh, there are also some people with some deep and valid wounds from the Bush administration. Sure. So how did she address it? Well, she went into it on her show on Tuesday, and here's a a clip that kind of gets at the heart of her defense. Here's the thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but but I'm friends with people who wear fur. And I'm friends with people who are furry, as a matter of fact. I have (laughs) friends who should tweeze more. And I, I have... But just because I don't agree with someone on every doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter. So uh, did she manage to uh, soothe that controversy? Well, not really. Uh, People are still upset about that friendship and feel like she's not really taking their issues with the consequences of the politics of the Bush era seriously. But by the time I started researching this story, a lot of the conversations had died down. So probably won't affect Ellen in the long term, but definitely an interesting look at how politics and personal lives overlap in the social media era. Yeah, it's a tough thing to navigate sometimes. Mm -hmm, For Um, sure. So turning to other news, so why is everyone uh, talking about David and Bathsheba? 
It's an interesting controversy. Before we get into it too much, I do want to offer a little content warning. We'll be discussing uh, sexual assault in this next story here. So this week, uh, theologians, biblical experts, and uh, sex abuse survivor advocates contended with a thorny and uncomfortable topic on Twitter, uh, but one that does need to be discussed. Was King David, the beloved hero of the Old Testament, guilty of rape? The question centers on the story of David and Bathsheba, as told in 2 Samuel 11, the key text is in verses 2 through 5, which I'll read here. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him, and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, I am pregnant. Now, you probably know the rest. Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, is a soldier in David's army. So David conspires to have Uriah sent into a deliberately deadly part of the battle so that he'll be killed and David is free to marry his widow. So how did the topic of controversy come up then? So over the weekend, Gospel Coalition Managing Editor Matt Smethurst tweeted a reminder about the fallibility of biblical heroes, uh, saying, in part, David fornicated. Uh, in response to that, sexual abuse victims advocate Rachel Denhollander responded with an edit, saying David raped. Now, this kicked off a lengthy discussion about the nature of sexual abuse and what exactly happened in the events of 2 Samuel 11. Popular adaptations of the story, from the 1951 Gregory Peck movie to the Leonard Cohen song, have depicted Bathsheba as everything from a love-struck damsel swept off her feet in spite of her vows to a conniving temptress who deliberately led David astray. But that's not necessarily in the biblical text. That's correct. As Den Hollander points out, the power imbalance implicit in David and Bathsheba's interaction suggests something else. A woman with very little social capital in ancient Israel called before a king who had an astronomical amount of power over her. David may not have physically forced himself upon her, but it is hard to imagine that Bathsheba felt at liberty to refuse him. As Den Hollander explains, this interpretation is further enforced by Nathan the prophet, who confronts David in chapter 12 with a metaphor. Uh, he says, The Lord sent Nathan to David. When he came to him, he said, There were two men in a certain town, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a very large number of sheep and cattle, but the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb he had bought. He raised it and it grew up with him and his children. It shared his food, drank from his cup, and even slept in his arms. It was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler came to the rich man, but the rich man refrained from taking one of his own sheep or cattle to prepare a meal for the traveler who had come to him. Instead, he took the ewe lamb that belonged to the poor man and prepared it for the one who had come to him. David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, As surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. He must pay for that lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. Now, as Denholder points out, this illustration is not one of two people running off together, right? But it's about a powerful man selfishly taking what he wanted and butchering it. Uh, now, there's some 
pushback on this view. A few commenters brought up the ancient biblical argument that Bathsheba, by bathing on her roof, was inviting David's attention. But the text itself throws a wrench in this argument, revealing that Bathsheba's bath was a ritual washing mandated by the Torah. Other commentators suggested that a 21st century view of sexual abuse was being placed on an ancient context. Nevertheless, the original Hebrew is far less coded than our modern interpretations, as highlighted by Richard M. Davidson in the Journal of Adventist Theological Society, who points out that the Hebrew verbs used here imply that David took Bathsheba and imply a vulnerability on her part. So it's a complicated issue that involves a correct understanding of the Bible, sexual abuse, and the ways misogyny has infiltrated our understanding of both. The conversations on Twitter have been complex and occasionally testy, but if ever there is a better time to sharpen our understanding of sexual abuse, it's now. Certainly. Uh, So transitioning here, finally, uh, Apple TV Plus is getting into the documentary business. Yeah, we've got our first trailer for The Elephant Queen, a nature documentary about the life of a family of elephants and their matriarch. Uh, this is going to be narrated by Chiwetel Ejiofor. It'll be on Apple TV Plus on November 11th. Uh, I don't know, Clark, where you're at on nature documentaries, but they're kind of my... Uh, the, the, I'm hooked on them. They're my addiction. I'm all about it, man. It's it's, it's a family it's a, it's a family time, for short. We, we, we oh, th- exactly. We throw them on Easy every, every Saturday. Yep. The, easy to watch. They're they're fun. Everybody loves, and the cinematography for this one looks really really sharp. And, and elephants in particular are, are are fascinating. Obviously, in a lot of danger because of of poachers and, and deforestation. So increasing our yeah. understanding of, of these animals is important to me, and I think it's important to Christians to have a good understanding of the animal kingdom. I'm excited about this one. 100. And narrated by Chiwetel. Man, that guy's awesome. Oh, we love him. Oh, the best. Cool. Well, thanks, Tyler. Hey, thanks, Clark. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.